We're holding hands and skipping around the news. <laughs> we are indeed. In a caring manner. <laughs> We're frolicking through the news. <laughs> frolicking. <laughs> yeah. All the news you need to know about begins now, but it's more like all the news we care about. But whatever it is, it's new news. We're your hosts, Carl and Lee, and this is new news for June 20th. Mr. Lee, how are you doing? Mate, I'm all right. I'm thinking it's all the news I care about, though, to be honest. Well, I care about the news you tell me to care about. Okay, well, that's good. That's so a good answer. We're caring about news together. Yes, we're caring together. This is very nice. <laughs> we're holding hands and skipping around the news. <laughs> we are indeed. In a caring manner. <laughs> We're frolicking through the news. Frolicking? <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. We are the news frolickers. Yes, we are. So much frolicking. <laughs> what we do. <laughs> uh, Don't let someone see, though. She might get a bit embarrassed and um, jealous. Embarrassed or jealous. Either one. It's good emotions. <laughs> they are emotions that you can have. Well, I mean, you can be embarrassed and jealous at the same time. Embarrassingly jealous? That's what she'll be. Yeah, definitely. It's like when you see your friend eating an amazing hot dog, you're embarrassed yeah. that he's eating a hot dog in public, like as a savage, but then you're also jealous that he has such a good hot dog to eat. Do you know we had hot dog sausages left over tonight? And we were doing spag bowl, and there was those sausages. Where I cooked them like satty or something, they're hot dogs, like board, board sausage of whatever's in those things. I know it's supposed to be sausage. And I was like, put them in the spag bowl. They'll be amazing. So we boiled them in the past and then chucked them in the spag bowl. Okay, they were wait. Awesome. It was epic. What is a spag bowl? Spaghetti bolognese. Ah. Oh. You know, mince, yes. um, a mince and spaghetti. Ah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So we had sausages and mince and spaghetti. And Belle was like, you can't put sausages. I was like, you can. It'll be amazing. Do not worry. She wasn't eating it anyway. It's just me and Ruby. So I was like, Ruby, what do you think? She's like, it's awesome. It's so cool. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. You're like, trust me, this will work. This will work. Works. This is meat and sauce and meat. <laughs> meat, sauce, and pasta. What else could you want? There's two meat. There's double meat. Oh, I mean, everyone wants a double meat. Mint, sauce, and then sausages. Man, okay. Yeah. You think you could add some, like, cubed bacon or something to it? Something nice and salty would be good, actually, yeah. Mm, add some bacon. Yeah, salt is always good. Because isn't of... spag bowl a bit sweet? Mm, it can be, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add some bacon in there to cover like the it. sweetness. Okay, next time. Yeah. Maybe ball up. Yeah. Pepperoni, um, little pepperoni slices Ooh. of sausages, maybe. Put those in it. They're quite salty. Yeah, yeah good idea. Okay. Some cheese. Oh, yeah, you've got to have melted cheese on top, yeah. Got to have the cheese. Well, and then Parmesan, just... actually. Parmesan's best. Yeah, well, allegedly. Oh, really? <laughs> do, we, do we want to get into a cheese conversation? I think we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, let's, not, let's not go down the cheese route just yet. We'll save it for, for a different podcast, the That's Cheese Bros. After hours. That's the After Hours podcast. That's <laughs> not the normal. It's <laughs> a special. Uh, yeah, the last podcast. Might do that podcast. AMA, maybe. After the AMA. That's a good idea. Good questions. That's the cheese questions. Is the cheese questions, yes. With Gary, Graham, Graham, Gary should come up with some cheese questions. Yeah, we should tell All him. Questions related on cheese. Yes. Gary, there's your mission. So, yeah. The cheesier, the better. Yeah, well, it'll be a very cheesy podcast. <laughs> do you think uh, Simone has opinions on cheese? Or do you think she doesn't care? 
I think she's got some opinions on cheese, but okay. mostly not really caring. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Okay. So well, before cool. we dive into the news, we should just tell the folks about the AMA for our Patreons. Patrons. Patreons. Pa Patreons? Patrons. Patrons. Yeah, very patronizing. Pa yes. People yeah. that, that pay us money patronizingly. So patronizing. <laughs> Good job, guys. Well done. Well done. Here's a dollar. Great podcast. Please <laughs> stop it. If I give you money, will you stop it? <laughs> Here's a dollar. Please stop podcasting now. Please. <laughs> wow, and I'll up it to five. <laughs> Do you think that's Noel's plan the whole time? He's like, if we keep paying them, maybe they'll just go, we've got enough money, we'll stop. It's all good. Maybe that's why he just keeps increasing his donation. <laughs> He's like, it's not enough. They're still on air. What it's are they doing? doing it. Uh, amazing. So, yes, this is all to say that we are doing an AMA for our patrons at some point. Only the patrons will see it. Only the patrons will hear it. And only the patrons get to ask questions. Do you have a question that's burning in your soul that you want to I ask? A, I have a question. Okay, what's your You question? have to pay money to be a patron. You have to pay a dollar. A dollar, okay. Yeah, so yeah. you could sign up for a month, pay a you dollar, could... ask us a stupid question, then get out. Pretty much. I mean, I'd pay a dollar to ask someone a stupid question. <laughs> I think I would too. I mean, it's <laughs> one dollar for like a lifetime's worth of having, to say, having someone say my name live on stream, you know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm famous on this five people watching it. Yeah, it's brilliant. So yeah, now that we've got that housekeeping out the way, hmm. you want to kick us off with the news, Mr. Lee? It seems like it's yes. been quite an interesting week. It's been stuff happening. Stuff happens. First off, we do the gameplay chart. Because, you know, this Farming Simulator 19, Simulator 19 has made its first person top 40. I think, I think it was DJ who was playing this game quite All a lot. All weekend. Did you see <laughs> him? Was it him? It was, wasn't it? Every yes. time I jumped on the Xbox, there was DJ Hero playing Farming Simulator 19. I was really jealous because I was like, should I be playing this game? <laughs> really jokes about this game. I'm like, but maybe I should play it. Maybe it's amazing. Because, yeah, you hear the jokes, and then someone spends the weekend playing it, and you go, wait a minute. Wait. Maybe I there's something jealous. there. Where is it? Where is it in the charts? Oh, it's a bit of FOMO there. It's quite, yeah, there's lots of FOMO going on. Number 35. More people playing that than Grounded. That is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> or Madden 21. <laughs> wow, okay. I thought Madden would be pretty big, but. Yeah, no. Farming Simulator clearly is the next, next Madden. I feel like I need to install it and play it. It's calling your name. Yeah, yes. I always like driving tractors around and Who sowing doesn't? seeds. Herding cows. Herding cows. Uh, okay, so the chart. Yes. Modern Warfare is number one. Yeah. But do not worry, everybody, because Call of Duty Black Ops Code War is back at number two. After a couple of weeks away from the number two spot, it's dropped back up again. I see you're excited. You're so excited you can't even speak. <laughs> Just like it's gone from number three to number um, two. Yeah, no, four to two, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Jump two places. Big jump. A huge jump. A yeah. huge. Um, what other interesting things we've got going on? Uh, uh, I don't know. Gang of Beasts is still hanging around at number 13, which is interesting. Maybe oh, we should play that game. Yeah, Gang Beasts will be hilarious to play. Not Gang of Beasts, so I called it. Which right. sounds a way better name. Gang it is Gang of Beasts. Um, is there no more re-entries? No, nothing new at all except Farming Simulator 19. Minecraft yeah. has a re-entry. Hmm. 
at 38 and yakuza like a dragon is another entry at 40. yeah uh, so yeah no i'm just reading the interesting stuff and there's nothing interesting man it'll be interesting when um the ascent launches and we'll see how quickly this Number jumps one. up the charts or flight sim as well ah yeah definitely yeah flight sim that's pretty pretty sad that is quite I mean, sad. Oh, things that disappeared star wars battlefront 2 state of k2 and need for speed hot pursuit that's hmm. because i stopped playing that game i was playing it for like a weekend Ah, uh, yep, yep. So then it drops out the charts. So it drops out the charts, because I am the whole thing. I'm the charts, basically. Uh, Death Doors launches tomorrow. Last oh, stop, yeah. Ascent, split gate, spit, split gate. It's hard to say. Yeah, people and are quite excited for split gate. They are, yeah, yeah. There's a beta kicking around the moment people are excited about. Hmm. And then MS Flight Sim is at the end of the month as well. So it's quite cool. There's some good games. It's got 10 days to go. Is it going to be shaken up by the likes of... Um, Ascent, that's a question. Will it Hopefully ascend it the charts? We can only hope. Oh, I'm, I didn't I'm press surprised. the button. No one asked to watch what I was doing. I, pressed, I forgot to press the button. That's a bit oh, sad. That's a pity. I'm surprised okay. State of Decay 2 has gone <clears throat> out because that's a really good multiplayer game. Yeah. But is it as good as Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War? Well, if you go by what's popular, then no. But if you go hey, by... So logicalness then yes yeah fifa 21 you see because i've been playing it's gone up two places you see so i am the chart man you are the trendsetter just follow me people just follow lee what we do oh oh no press wrong button oh phew that was lucky Many <laughs> buttons okay new stories <laughs> yes ah so anything of interest you've seen this week Any excited about what from the charts yeah, just generally, general excitement stories. Ah, uh, there's um, Steam launched something interesting. Should we do that? Actually, I've got a story about that. Yeah, let's jump into that. Which is actually that's... related to Xbox. Okay, well, let's see if, that, if we can tie the two together. Because can... that's very interesting hardware that, that Steam has released. Is it, though? Yes, it is. Oh, why don't you think I'm it's not so sure. I'm not so sure. Okay, so I've got two articles on it this week. Okay. Uh, one of them is kind of what I think. And everyone, I've been talking to Gary about it, trying to annoy him, but he's not playing ball. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Steam Deck does not stack up against the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate on Android. And this is what I think. This is why I kind of don't think it's a good idea. It's not going to take off, because why would you? So... The memory on it is an issue. 64 gigabyte is not enough space to do anything on it. And it takes micro SD cards. Micro SD cards only run at about 100 megabits per second. Unless you spend lots and lots of money for really expensive ones. Yeah, but counterpoint, the Steam Deck is running a NVMe drive, which has been confirmed to be user upgradable. So you can buy the 64 gig version and a one terabyte uh, NVMe SSE drive, um, SSD drive to plug it in, and it'll still be cheaper than the next version up, the 256 gig version. Ah, interesting. Okay. And I think that's going to be or the, the um, sort of sleeper hit. A Galaxy Samsung Tab S7 for 600 bucks and Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> 
And of all the Xbox games. Yeah, I suppose. And it's got a 120 hertz screen. Hmm. Quad HD 120 hertz screen. Oh, yeah, okay. And a Super AMOLED panel. It's light. It's really light compared to this thing, which is supposed to be a bit of a beast. Yeah, it is a bit of a beast. Um, and it's only eight, it's 1280 by 800 LCD on the stream deck, and it's only 60 hertz refresh. Hmm. You can do all your Bluetoothy connections with it as well on the Tab S. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, that to me, that sounds like way more sensible to go and buy. You can almost go and buy a second-hand one of these. It'll be cheaper. And you can actually buy them, because I don't know if you can actually going to be able to buy this thing from the sound of it. Have yeah. you seen it's been pushed back a little bit? And all the pre-orders are coming in, like, Q2 2022. 2022. No, Q3 as well. Yeah, there's a few Q3s there. And have you seen the um, eBay scalpers that are selling their pre-order slots? Oh, they're awesome, aren't they? I love those people. Oh, man. $4,000 for a pre-order <laughs> slot. But <laughs> people are stupid, though. That's the problem. People will pay the money. Yeah, no, that's, that's the stupid thing, is that someone's going to pay the money for that, which means people are just going to keep on doing it. So let's go on to the next story. Which okay. I think is interesting. So I, I disagree with everybody. I think it's going to be a flop. I don't think it's going to work, personally. Okay, yep. Okay, um, so I don't think, think it's going to be a flop. Someone is going to buy... If someone buys... I don't think it's a really good competitor against the uh, Switch. Because you can't play that many games on the Switch, really, comparable to this thing. Mm-hmm. So it would win in that respect. But then there's no storage on it. So that doesn't work out. And normal people do not buy M.2 cards and swap them around. Unless they make it really simple. Unless, yeah. unless it is simple. But and then still. you can, what do you, plug a USB stick in with the special um, Linux-based operating system and install that? I just heard the word Linux. I said the word Linux. I went, my God. You can install Windows on it, though. That's the thing. Okay, yeah. Well, they say you can. So that's going to be a saving grace, I think, is being able to install Windows on it. Yeah, but then Windows 11, Windows 10 on a little screen, little seven-inch screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like it could be really cool, but I don't I think the I think the storage is all out. It needs to sort the storage out. It needs to be because with the switch you buy it and you play it. Done. Yes. That's it. With this you buy it and then you buy something else and then you install the disk and then you install a Linux based operating system. And <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, okay, I'm with you there. It's yeah. It's definitely got a barrier to entry, but the fact that you can plug it into like keyboard, monitor, mouse, things like that will definitely make it a really good entry-level $400 computer. No, it's not $400. It's going to be $600. No, $400 for the 64 gig. Yeah, but then how much is it for the M2 card? Yeah, well, I'll add another 100 so it's $500, the same price and as an Xbox. And it's New Zealand. Okay, so add another $300 <laughs> for being at the end of the world. Say so it's just $1,000. I'm like, eh, it's too much money. Yeah. It's too much money because I don't know how much is going to come out here as well. They're, they're shocking. This place was like the current switch is five fifty. The new switch is six fifty. Jeez, six fifty. Six fifty is what they're selling for on, on uh, EV Games. And it's not even got upgraded internals. No, no, just a different screen. That's that's uh, just taking hurts. the Mickey now. Yeah, but they're going to do the same with the Steam Deck. So they're like, because it basically is the same price as the. It'll be the same price as the Switch OLED, isn't it? I mean, that sort of money. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think with um Lord Gaben living in New Zealand now, he will at least <laughs> Lord make sure, Gaben. <laughs> yeah, I'll make he'll make sure that the price so is pretty decent. <laughs> That's so Gaben. 
Uh, uh, okay, so the next story, which I found. Ah, uh, yes. Which is related. Handhelds are hot again. How can here's how the Xbox and PlayStation capitalize. So what they're saying now is okay. So what will happen? Do you think that Xbox or I don't think Xbox will personally, but do you think Xbox or PlayStation are going to go? Oh, that's a good idea. We'll bring out our own version of uh, the the Steam Deck. I don't know. I don't know so much. Um, definitely not for uh, PlayStation because remember they had the Vita. And they decided to be kill it. Killed it. I know. And this is what this article says. Yeah. So, it says they, they had the opportunity there. Yeah. And I don't know why Microsoft is not like Microsoft is probably not going to make a handheld market because they've probably see it eating into other markets. I mean, the Series S is already pretty cheap comparatively, you know? So oh, if, yes. yeah, if yeah. they make a handheld, it's got to be cheaper than a Series S. That's that's my argument against why they probably won't, because there's no way they can make a handheld cheaper than a Series S and uh, have people pay for the lack of power you're going to get in a handheld. Yeah, but you look Game Pass, it doesn't matter. Yeah, true. All you need is a decent mobile chip, like an 835, whatever you call it. I don't know the chips that well, but a reasonable chip. You don't need much storage. You need a yeah. huffing battery and a really good screen. Yeah, good screen, good battery, good Wi-Fi, or good um. Or well, just use the Xbox. No, no, you use the nice Xbox uh, proprietary uh, connection. For... Then you get your everything just connects up like it would do to your Xbox. Press a button, connect. Oh no, but you need the Wi-Fi to stream games. Oh yeah, for the internet. Oh yes, that's yeah. true. Yes. So yes, then it's, it's got to have five G built in. Because it's got to have really good fast mobile internet when you're away from. And then know, it will melt. But yes, I wonder. I, I don't think they would, but I wonder if um, PlayStation is going to come out with something, though. Yeah, if PlayStation weren't so intent on killing the Vita and killing the Vita store at the same time, then maybe they might have, people might be like, oh, yeah, this could be an option for Sony, but I don't see them going down that route. No, I'm not sure. I don't know. They might need to do something, though. Because I feel like they're kind of slowly losing the market, especially with Game Pass. Yeah. I think Microsoft itself is just going to partner with more phone companies and more of like the Razer things that you clip onto the side of your phone that give you the Xbox controller. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got that thing in Korea where they partnered with one of the, um, what's it, the, the cell networks there to do Game, fa- ga- uh, game Pass. Game, game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass. Yeah. So I think that that's what they're going to do. They'll more target phones and stuff <clears throat> because hmm. then it's, it's a less, it's less barrier to entry. Plus Microsoft isn't worried about then selling a $200 handheld. Oh, and They'll supporting like, it and all that yeah, sort of stuff as well. Yep, definitely. And having to do all the nonsense with it. They'll just go, ah, here's the Razer Kiyakushi or whatever they call it. Clip it onto your phone. You with your ultimate subscription, you're paying us 15 bucks a month. Thank you very much. We won't care about the, the Wi-Fi, we won't care about the hardware. We'll just care about the fact that you're giving us 15 bucks a month to stream games. How about they do what they do with the Xbox and say, well, for an extra five bucks, you can get a, a little X, little Xbox, which is a, a streaming device. Yeah, they could. Uh, but I think Actually, wasn't that a rumor? Did that come out? They were going to get like a, a mini plug-in thing for your TV, which is just yeah. purely for Game Pass? 
like a Chromecast thing in like a way. A Chromecast thing. Just yeah, plugs into an HDMI and then pairs with an Xbox controller and just does game streaming. Yeah. Because that, that would be great. Sense. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And they're also working with Samsung and LG to build Game Pass apps into their TV. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. Sony's hilarious. If we can get one in Sony one. No, oh, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, it would be. So good. But and I'm pretty sure Sony would agree to it as well. It's a different department, I reckon. I don't reckon oh, they care. Completely different. Sony and yeah. Sony that makes Sony stuff versus the Sony that makes the PlayStation stuff are two almost separate companies. Mm-hmm. So I see if they can get onto Sony TVs and Sony fridges and Sony toasters, it'll be quite funny, quite good. So the Steam Deck then, what's your, what's your final thoughts on this? My final thoughts, it has a market. It looks very cool. Uh, Allegedly, the battery only lasts about two and a half to three hours playing demanding games. Um, it's got less power than the PS4, um, similar power to the Xbox One. There is a market for it, I think. If people just want a typical $400, you know, 720p gaming machine that they can dock, it'll save them having to buy a laptop in a way. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I could buy this and then just plug it into something to play. Okay, for one of the big t- I can plug it into my big TV. Yeah. And play games on it. Yeah. And, yeah, and I like the idea of that. And yeah, as someone who's invested a lot into their Steam library over the years, you know, it just kind of happens. That's one thing that kills me because I haven't bought anything on Steam for years. Yeah. And then it becomes a non starter if you're not a Steam client. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I've got Game Pass. Yeah. So then for you, it doesn't make any sense. Now imagine if someone spent their entire life buying games on Steam, only Steam. It depends though. So if I can put Windows 10 on it and it actually runs Windows 10 well yeah. and you can game at a reasonable click, I guess, it's worth doing. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not going to be super high end. You're going to get, what, 720 to 1080p medium so gaming out of it? In about a year, when all these games come out with all the ray tracing and all the cool stuff, <laughs> what's going to happen? Well, can I run Minecraft on it still? It's a question, I guess. It's RDNA too, so it should do. It should last for a while, do you reckon? It's an AMD chip, yeah. I reckon it's going to be like a typical laptop, so it'll last for about three, maybe four years before a new revision needs to come out, um, before the hardware starts to fail a bit. I think it's a good Mm. idea. I think it's good for pushing the handheld market forward. I think with Steam, they've got a very non-exciting history when it comes to hardware, especially. Uh, a failures, I think, is actually what you're trying to say. Well, I was just trying to be polite. You know? <laughs> they've had the control and they've had the Steam box, or whatever they called it, that came out, and all that just didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, the Steam machines. Steam machine. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's excited. It'll be interesting to see, because it's, especially because they're, they're putting their main OS on Linux. So I remember this, they were talking about this, uh, oh, I can't remember it's called Mad, a Mad PC or something, Mad Box or something. It was supposed to be like this mini PC that's going to come out. Oh, yeah. About two years ago, they talked about it. And everyone got really, really excited. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that, because yeah. it never came out in the end. What's yeah. it called? Mad PC? I'm sure it was by Mad or somebody. Oh, the Mad Magazine people. I don't know, Mad PC. I remember it coming out, and everyone was very excited, because it was going to be like small and powerful and all this sort of stuff. Uh, yep. And then... No, it's disappeared completely now from the internet, so it doesn't exist. <laughs> Brilliant. You know, it's, yeah. it's failed hard when the internet has scrubbed all. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's been replaced. Off of it. 
Because is it going to come out? Like they say, end of next year, but that got pushed back real fast. It was going to come out this year, wasn't it? At one point, and now it's going <laughs> twelve months back. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Steam Deck. Yeah, you don't I don't wonder if other there's... people are going to do it. Do you think like Asus will jump in there, and Dell might jump in there as well? I don't know. They could. They could want to get on board, but it looks like Steam is not partnering with anyone for this. How about Epic? Maybe Epic will get in there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Epic just are looking for things to throw money at at the moment. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they've got too much money. They're fighting Apple currently, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, making too much money. Far too much. I don't know. It's it's interesting because um, uh, I feel like it's a good idea because there's only a switch is all you can buy out there, so it is good to shake up the market. Mm, definitely to but I just I don't know we'll see what it comes out like and what it's actually like and if the battery only lasts two hours that'll just be annoying uh, yeah it will because I mean you can't really then play it anywhere like on I think in my commute in the UK my commute in the UK was like two hours every single day Man. on a good day and if we get stuck on a train because the train decides to break down then you're done aren't you you can't play on it it's just uh, yeah you might have to carry a backpack with a big battery on it or something just uh, <laughs> Just like one of those big battery packs, just to plug just it in. keep going for it. Maybe three hours out of it. Yeah. Also, if you think about it, you're pay- you're playing these like really immersive games, like Doom, for instance. You know, quick movement, lots of twitch shooters in a way, and then you're playing on a train that's sort of moving and you're moving busy. around. It to me, it seems like a a recipe for throwing up on your fellow passengers. Nice. I think it was Steam VR, Steam on it or something. Yeah, Steam VR would be great. I found the screen too. I play on my phone. I did when I was testing that xCloud stuff and it's too small. I can't see the stuff. Like oh, some yeah. of the games are not designed to be on a seven inch screen. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how they tackle that as well. Yeah. I think Xbox have struggled a bit, haven't they? Trying to get the games so you can actually read stuff and, mm. and play yeah, them Designed to be on what, a 42 inch at least? Well, no, not that big, but no. Yeah. At least 24, isn't it? Like if someone's home, actual normal home PC, but 22, 24 inch. Yeah. Something above the 20 inches. You think I'm like playing Diablo or something on there? All the small text and the little kind oh. of writing everywhere and you just can't can't play it. Yeah, no, definitely not. Or something like Morrowind where all the game is just text. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That'll be hard. It's interesting. It was unexpected as well. No one saw it coming, did they? No, no one saw it coming. It just popped out of nowhere, which is amazing. Mm, how they kept it quiet. Yeah, very good job. Particularly because I think if someone leaked... Ah, oh, Steam's working on a handheld computer. Someone would have laughed at them. Yeah, well, they would have been compared to the fails they've had already immediately. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yes. Let's re- resume normal um, news, I guess. Normal news. Normal yeah, we've news. We've done our, our rant for the night. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm watching with interest, basically. I think that's my, mm. my take Default. Default, yes. It's your default. <laughs> it is my default, definitely. Um, there's a sale on, an Xbox sale on currently. Oh, is there? There is. And there's 27 the quickest game completions on from True Achievements, of course. Ooh. There's a big list. Um, like, can Android, Androids pray colon blue? <laughs> I don't know why it says colon blue, but anyway. Uh, it's a, it's uh, 65% off. It's less than an hour. It's about 2 or $3. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a whole bunch here. No one here for like three dollars. Hell breaches, what zero to one hours? Squad. Mm. There's a whole bunch here. There's a big list. Kick it, bunny. <laughs> Kick it, bunny. Oh, I don't know what that is. Monopoly deal. 
Which I thought was interesting. Like two bucks. Oh, yes. Two to three hours completion. Huh? Goosebumps a game. There's a whole oh. list. We continue. But yeah, go to True Achievements and... Um, find out. And find out. Have a look. Because you might want to get a few fa- easy thousands. Maybe Kinsman could buy some to get away from his addiction. Yeah, yes. Get addicted back to getting some achievements. Getting achievements, yeah. There's one called Brutal Tree Adventures. Which is for the low price, yeah, yeah, and the low price of uh, sixty pence, <laughs> seventy pence. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's quite, quite, uh, quite cheap. Yes, it doesn't have a very good rating though. Only one point four out of five. Just a warning. Well, I mean, if you're getting a quick achievement, I don't think you care about ratings, eh? No, you don't care about ratings at all. No. Uh, yeah, and there's one here, it's your dark side detective fumble in the dark, which is a pixel, but it's got a 4.11 out of 5, so it's pretty oh, high. Wow. Okay. Four to five hours to complete. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool, indeed. Horizon 5, Forza Horizon 5 is coming out in yes, November, and people are getting quite excited. Oh, just a little bit. There was a whole thing about it, there was a whole um, Let's Go stream they did about Forza 5. Ooh. And they've been recording engine noises. Ah, yes, I saw this. People have been criticizing for because they didn't like the noises of the cars. They thought they were a bit boring. They didn't really make any difference what um, exhaust you put on there or if you had a turbo or anything like that. Man. So. <laughs> the game is so realistic that you're now complaining that the exhaust doesn't change the, the sound of the car. That's correct. So they've literally. Um, record, I think, 380 car noises or something. So you can now upgrade the engines in real time. So when you change the car, like the intake or the camshaft or the engine or the exhaust, actually, you can hear the sound of the car. Huh. Okay. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing, isn't it? Because one thing I think about Forza is I don't think about the car noises at all because it's mostly just accelerating or squeaking and crashing. Yeah, and you're mainly, mainly listening to the music in Forza anyway. That's, that's true. Yes. Yeah. So you go. So I think it's three hundred eighty noises. Something they say. There's a whole thing about it here. So I think it's actually quite a cool stream to go. Three hundred twenty new car recordings. Yeah, it's amazing. And of course, you get your ray trace sound as well, just to make it more interesting. Yeah, that'll be fantastic. Actually, the ray traced sound. And if you're playing in car and you've got your roof down, you then use different sounds to fill the roof up as well. Oh man, that's awesome. Which is nice. Yeah. I just can't wait to cruise around in my convertible. Yep. Playing the, the music. Down. I hope that goes on it again. There wasn't from the UK and the Aussies are. Ah, yeah, that was like listening to her. Um, oh, they're saying here the the update they've outdated the outdated dyno method used by other games, which record card noises in a studio-like environment, was fully retired in FH5 because of inherent limitations. That that method really only accurate accurately records car acceleration, nothing else. Hmm. Playground records every car while out on a track to capture exactly what it sounds like when it's driving. Imagine guys... that job. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You think these guys are like, hmm, Microsoft have written us a blank check. Let's see at what point we can get a, a Microsoft executive to pop up and arrive at our offices and be like, okay, guys, please stop. Can you stop driving the Ferraris around and around and around? I'm sure you've done it now. But we have to yeah. try this Ferrari now. It's like, please just stop spending our money. Well, it, has, it, it hasn't worked because I don't think any executive has popped up soon. No one cares. Forza 4 is still selling, so no one really cares. They'll just keep going, it's fine. That's true. It's got a massive amount of people playing it still. 
Oh, yeah, it's, it's topping all the Steam charts every week. That's right, yeah, yeah. Or maybe that was a reward. If you can get on top of Steam, you can drive more cars. Huh. Yeah, if you can point. take them on the tracks. Yeah. It's like your budget is tied to how many sales from the previous game. Yeah, so you go. Oh, you can do over 500 new engine swaps. Whoa. Uh, so you will get the sound unique and realistic. Jeez. Uh, yes. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, 11 different biomes in the game as well? In the world of Mexico? Awesome. Just hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) Just hurry up. You're going to pre-order it or just do the Game Pass thing? I'll just do the Game Pass thing. I always get the DLCs. Ah, yes. So you do the Game Pass and then just get the deluxe upgrade? Uh, It depends how much it is, but normally that's like $200, so probably not. Well, if you do it on Game Pass and the deluxe upgrade is normally what, like twenty, thirty dollars? No, you get all the that. cool cars no, and no, stuff. No, it's more than that. I'm pretty sure I got the deluxe upgrade for seven you bucks. Did, when did you buy it? When did you buy exactly? <laughs> on a sale, like three years after the game launch. <laughs> exactly. I see. I bought the DLCs when they come out. <laughs> I pay full price for the DLCs. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. But that's how I kind of just buy it for free on Game Pass. I complete the main game and go, right, DLCs now, please. Give me DLCs. I buy the map as well. Oh. It makes it so much easier to find everything. You just go, oh, map. Okay, cool. It's like $4 for the map and just says you're driving around like an idiot. Oh, but driving around like an idiot's the best part of these games. Well, that's why what, that's you never complete the games because all you do is drive around in circles looking at pretty views. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> if they didn't want me to do that, they wouldn't put the pretty views in the game. That's, that's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, Cold War, Warzone, um, Season 4 stuff is coming out. They're going to have a paintball mode. <laughs> a paintball mode? Multiplayer paintball, yep. Okay. How cool I can is that? get behind this. Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds real fun. There's a paintball course or something on one of the maps. 6v6 DLC, oh, Ven- Vengeance DLC. That's it, really. The rest of it's just more guns. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, paintball mode, that's awesome. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Um, they said you can plan to expand the paintball theme into the rest of the multiplayer experience with a paintball mosh pit. Oh, wow. Which includes paintball visual sound effects that span the different maps and modes. Oh, that'll be fantastic. Actually, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paintball. Yeah, fun. Uh, a capture of flag mode's coming in as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Which isn't in there, which I thought was really weird, but yeah, no capture yeah. flag. You kind of think, why is that not in there already? I, yeah, it's just like a standard mode, but no. Huh. Uh, new weapons, a new operator as well. Ah, uh, yep, pretty yep. standard. Yep, uh, he does stuff, I expect. And I think that's it. That's all we care about anyway, paintball mode, basically, is all I care about. Yep. Robocop. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. Robocop is coming. It's a first-person shooter. Robocop, Robocop Rogue City brings a crime-fighting cyborg to the realms of the first-person shooter. Ah, oh, that's amazing. It is amazing, yes. Um, who does this? So it's uh, Namcom. Nacon? Nacon? No one knew about Nacon. this. Nacon? It's 2023, so it's a little bit out. It's oh, yeah, just a bit. Out. Yeah. Uh, there is quite a cool video, though. Oh, I can't see it on here, but there's a quite cool video of him and his leg. His good-looking leg with his gun in it. <laughs> oh, wow, that's amazing. 
Yeah, so Robocop I was kind of game. excited. Because well, is there any other Robocop games? I don't think there is. I don't know. I'm, I'm wanting to say that there must be. You'd hope so. Like, it's kind of crazy. How has no one ever done Robocop games before? Yeah. Very, very strange. Ooh. It's talking it's to me. It's talking to you in a little long computer, though. There's yeah. a video. Man. It looks, it doesn't, it basically looks, it reminds me a bit like of, um, oh, what's that game that, the one with, um, oh, hello. I can't remember his name now. Uh, it's a guy that shouts a lot and likes yogurt in uh Oh, <laughs> Terry Crews. So it reminds me of that sort of graphics level, like that, especially oh. that when it first comes through. Yes, very much um, like Crackdown. Crackdown, that's the game, yeah. That's the one. Very strange indeed. It right, looks yeah. very like, yeah, early 2000s. Yes. CGI. Yeah, yeah, lots of fog to hide away the fact they haven't done any graphics yet. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, do you think it's going to be like R-rated, like the movie? Oh, I hope so. I mean, um, who were talking? I was talking to someone in the chat room about this. Oh, Shadow was. Neil, maybe? Someone was talking to him. Yeah, we're trying to work out what the achievements were called. It was it got a bit X-rated with the names of some of the achievements because of one of his tricks that he does. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> and I'd buy that for a dollar as well was one of the things he came out with. It was, it was cool. Man. Uh, well, yeah, I look forward to it. It's going to be cool. Yeah, we'll sit and watch as it if it comes out. <laughs> yeah, it looks very much like um, it gave me Duke Nukem vibes in a way. Oh, okay. You know, the the third Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem 3D. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of has that type of. Um, That's the same CGI. humor, isn't it, as well? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, very bro humor. It'll be great. Yes, quite quite on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I hope it comes out. I hope it's not very PC at all. Yeah, it needs to be just relaxed and have fun. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be completely cheese. Yes, the more cheese the better, definitely. Yes. Uh, Phil Spencer says Xbox XS will probably get an update to its controller. May learn from the PS5. And everyone went, oh, we're going to get false feedback. <laughs> Our fingers and the triggers. It's amazing because his quote was, oh, yeah, the PlayStation controller is pretty cool. It does interesting things. Mm. And everyone was like, oh, new Xbox controller <gasps> Xbox confirmed. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's going like, wait a minute. He didn't actually say that. No, no. But I'm going to bring it up anyway because it would be cool to get some sort of more feedbacks. I feel like you get some though when you're playing Forza and play things like that, when you're driving over bumps, you get it in your yeah. anyway, so... And the triggers, definitely with them, you can feel when your, your traction starts to slip. Yes, cool. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it'd be much of a step for them just to go, oh, firmware update. Yeah, now you've got much. a PlayStation controller. <laughs> <laughs> All they need to do is just sort out those, um, yeah, the adaptive triggers. So the, the ones that are like harder to pull back with certain things. Yeah, it's a bit of feedback on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be quite interesting. But otherwise, I don't see what else is missing, to be honest. I'm happy with the Xbox controller. It's, it's, it's very good. Yeah. Seems to be pretty good, except when your vibration motor breaks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It sounds horrible. Um, so, next story, which I don't know if you really care about this, but anyway. Battlefield <laughs> 2020, 2042. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. So there's going to be a difference between the two, between the Series X and the, uh, or the PlayStation 5 version and the PC version compared to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Well, it makes sense. 
Yes, it does. It makes complete sense. Well, they actually go through this article. Where is it from? Uh, IGN actually goes through the differences. Okay. So what um, the size, of the, size of the maps? Yep. Slightly smaller. There's no difference between gameplay between the maps, the vehicles, and the weapons, and the specialists and the gadgets are all the same. Hmm. And all the dynamic weather will actually be the same as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one difference, one final difference is here is a crossplay. So Series X, PC, and PlayStation 5 people can only play with each other or against each other. Oh, and Xbox yeah. One and PlayStation 4 people can only play with each other. Hmm. So I think that's how they're kind of getting away with doing more because they're probably just going, okay, so we don't have to worry about. Mm. The PlayStation Five guys coming in and destroying it because they got way more power than the PlayStation Four guys or Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. I mean, it makes perfect sense as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm and even it even separates the PC out as well, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I'm even surprised that they're making it for the the One and the PS Four. You know, I don't think there's enough numbers out there for them to not. Yeah, that's true. It does seem um, to be pretty um pretty hard to find the the next gen consoles for most people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's even something about EA and FIFA 22. Oh, yeah. I think, did I pick up the story? Hopefully I picked up the story. If I don't, I'll... Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I got the story later. Um, I'll do it now anyway, because it links. <laughs> oh, yeah. So so what EA are doing, being EA, of course, because, you know, thanks yep. EA, they've gone, we've got this really cool feature, and it's called Hypermotion. And what they've done is they've got 8.7 million frames of advanced match capture. Uh, new animation for all the guys running around. Makes more organic football movements um, across a variety of interactions on the pitch. You go, oh, that's really cool. So what they've done is they said, well, only the Series X and the PS5 people can have it. None of the PC people can have it. Oh, that's amazing. Because PC people won't be able to run it, so it's not really fair on some <laughs> of them. So we've decided to hold it back. <laughs> I'm like, no, so what you're saying is, unless you pay $100 for the game, you're not going to get this extra hyper-motion feature. Because oh, if you're a normal person and pay 60 which is still too much, but you pay 60 bucks for the game, you're going to be restricted to the, like, the FIFA 21 version, basically, not the FIFA oh, 22 yep. version. Yep. But they're like, oh, no, but it's not fair. It's not fair on all these poor PC people that don't have a, a good enough PC to do it. So it's, you know, it raises the minimum spec requirements of the game. <laughs> Oh, that's so EA of them. God, a large portion of players. They do say it will destroy them because they're the that's their moneymaker, the FIFA 22 or FIFA yes. 21, I guess. And yeah. the PC is by the far the biggest market of this game. Huh. So they'd rather offer an inferior product to more people than take advantage of the higher-end hardware. Man, that's amazing. Just incredible. Because it's also... Won't... It's also an EA game that's charging for ray tracing. So you only get ray tracing in the $100 version. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? what? What's really cool, though, so if you do buy on the PC and you're playing it, and then you like they bring out the new version, you have to pay $40 to get the ray, ray tracing or the hyper, whatever it's called, hyper motion. Wow. Is this the first time in history that they've <laughs> locked off, like, graphical ah, things? Ah, interesting, on a PC. Or just for, for like a different version of a game. Like oh, you, if you want the best no, looking okay. game with the best graphics, then you're going to have to pay more for the game. I feel like that's a new thing. I don't think that's ever done. Yeah, no, that's the Other than maybe, maybe rebuying, um, what's that game that everyone keeps buying over and over again? It works on a toaster. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. You could yeah. say that Skyrim because you have to keep rebuying that all the time. Yeah, but I think that's a complete special edition. I mean, this is... You don't get ray tracing unless you pay for the $100 version. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Or pay $40 more after paying for the $60 of the game. No, that's nonsense. You can spread out the payments if you want to. And too easy in payments. <laughs> Thanks, EA. You're too kind, <laughs> you know? Allowing me to spread out the payments of a $100 game to get a feature that is built into my console. Yeah, it literally is a bit switch. Like, it's nothing really. Yeah. Like, it's in, it'll be on the original game. I can't imagine they're going to strip out all the code for it. They'll just say, oh, we can't enable it. So why can't you do it on a PC normally? You just have a button you go on and off. Yeah, like, I can goes, play it. I can do, play you, it. do you have an RTX card? Yep, okay, yes. ray tracing's enabled. Look at mm. that. Oh, I'm pretty sure happens. that's how they do, normally do it. Yeah. I think that's like how the rest of the world's done it for the last 20 years. Yeah, but see, they haven't thought about the amount of money they're leaving on the <laughs> table by doing it that way. Yeah, it's making it too easy. Imagine that. Imagine we're going to get to a point where you're going to buy an EA game and then the DLC is going to be options in the menu. It's literally going to be graphics options. Ah, oh, for an extra $40, we unlock the option to run at 120 hertz. <laughs> And you go, yeah, here we go, 20 bucks to unlock 120 FPS. It's going to turn into an Apple product, isn't it? Do you want HDR? Here's another, pay us another $15 for HDR. I got another annoying story as well. Okay, yep. I find this annoying. I don't know if it should be, I should find this annoying, but I do. PlayStation 5 restocks are now easier on Amazon, but only if you have Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> It'll not happen for Xbox, well, I suspect. Well, even actually, it does already happen because um, there's another company that does it. So, what the theory is that you sign up for Prime in the US yep. only, not UK, US only, I think. Mm. Oh, no, is it where around? No, it's UK only currently. They're testing it in the UK. <laughs> okay, yep. If you sign up for Prime, then when it gets restocked, you get a message to say it's available and you can now buy it. Uh, uh, is that it? <laughs> yes. I just went, I don't know, I don't feel right about this. I feel this is weird. This is kind of making it elitist to kind of buy games, almost. I or you give me a hundred bucks, and then I will tell you when you can buy yeah, uh, this give, game. You give me some money, and I'll tell you when you can spend more money. Yeah, our GameStop, GameStop do the same thing for pro reward members. They get priority when it comes to future PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X restocks. Okay, I can almost understand this. if. You go, I'm signing up for Prime and I'm putting my name in the queue. And then when they get restocks, they, you know, then they go through the queue and they're like, okay, it goes to you. Now it's your turn. Recalling number 650. Yeah, like you you used to buy meat in a butcher's, you get a number off the thing and you just stand there with your number 52 and on 49. You're like, right, it's okay. Whereas if you're paying money to be sent an email that tells you you can now try and Try and buy it. Oh, yeah, even better. Then... Oh, you're too slow. Sorry. They've just sorted yeah. out. Oh, you don't check your email at 3 o'clock in the morning? Oh, too bad. What a pity. If only you checked Why your email... Why can't they do that with stuff? Why can't they just say... Because that's how Apple does it, doesn't it? Apple goes, right, this is coming out in two months. Yep. If you want one, just say you want one, and we'll put one aside for you. Pretty much, yeah. Like you, and then you get them. Like, there's no drama. There's, you just get them in two months, and they yeah, hit the date. And, yeah. you, you put your name in the, the queue, and you're part of the queue, and you pay them the money, and then they ship it to you. It's, yeah. <laughs> humans have been queuing for years. How have we not... How, why, why are we forgetting about this when it comes to the new gen <laughs> consoles, you know? <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> we should get away from the negative stories. More positive yeah, stories, please. That's incredible. 
Uh, I know, I know. I just, it's just people. Yeah, it's so funny. We've been queuing for years and now we've forgotten how. Technology has rendered the queue elite, what, not elite, um, obsolete. Obsolete, yes. Okay, this is exciting. New Turtle Beach controllers have come out. Oh, cool. Um, what's interesting about these is all the audio stuff, because of course Turtle Beach make headsets. Yes. And they've linked them. They are wired, just as a warning. They are wired, but you can actually link up to your Turtle Beach stuff and then um, gives you really cool sound. Okay. I think that's the point of them, is actually get you some really cool sound. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So they're wired via USB, right? They are. Yes, I suspect so, yes. I don't know. I can't tell. They've just got a cable coming out the back of them. Because as far as I'm aware, Xbox doesn't do USB sound. Oh, okay. Well, they've got wires coming out of them, so that's why I assume they're wired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I mean, it would be good. A good selling point. You get a cool controller and you get really good sound. Because it says here it comes with a plug-in, able to plug in a wired headset for the standard 3.5mm audio interface and mm. get advantage of the proven Turtle Beach Ed features. Yeah. Superhuman hearing, mic monitoring, signature audio presets, and more. So to me, that sounds like you can do that. Yeah. Unless they're not wired, unless they're, um, unless they're wireless. Doesn't really say. Unless, I'm sure yeah, they know it, what they're doing. I'm sure they know what they're doing. Unless it, there's like some sort of deck or you know, digital stuff. audio converter in the controller itself that you plug your headset I, into. I think so. Yeah, I think there is, definitely. Because they're doing all sorts of clever stuff. You can kind of do... I think the audio presets is quite a cool idea. Yeah. So when you're listening to a bit of Doom music in your head, you can get the, the levels right. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, perfect companion for any wired gaming headset. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was quite cool. Because I think that's one of the next steps, isn't it? Getting really good audio out of these things. Mm. And especially if they're starting to do like ray traced audio and Dolby yeah, Atmos exactly. and things like that. So imagine fours of five mm. with one of those headsets. Man, you'll you be in the car. You will be in the car. Yes. That's so good. You'll just sit there going vroom, vroom, pop, 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 vroom, pop, pop. That's all you'll do all day long. For no reason. Change the exhaust, do it again. This is amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. Rev, oh, rev. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, talking of incredible, Minecraft Dungeons expansion Ultimate Edition is coming out. Ooh, okay. So okay. I did, I've been waiting for this because I want to. I don't. I bought the first DLC, and when this is dumb, I should not buy the DLC. I should just wait for the Ultimate to come out because <laughs> I keep buying these little DLCs and it costs money. And yep. So yeah, so they're coming out with the uh, Ultimate Edition. And a new DLC uh, oh, cool. late this month, including paid and free content, which is cool as well. Oh, nice. So the expansion takes place to the end, where the Endermen live. Oh. Yes. More gear, more enemies, more missions. Uh, and then the Echoing Void is the final part of the particular story. Dungeons will receive more content over time, so there's plenty more to come, they say. So I think they're doing, like, this is the block of this story, and then they'll bring out another block of DLC for more story. Oh, yeah, or maybe Dungeons 2? Oh, Dungeons 2. Maybe, the quickening. <laughs> uh, also, there's some free stuff as well, which is quite cool. Uh, free content launching for everyone at the same time, including new enchantment, enchantment like Ambush, uh, Shadow Blast, Void Strike. There's a new mission called Gauntlet of Gales. There's a males-like mission to put your skills to test through tricky trials and perplexing puzzles. Hmm. So cool. So yeah, when you get the base game, you get all six expansions. 
Oh, I remember oh, those six of them. So this jungle awaits creeping winter, hellos peaks, flame of the never, hidden depths, and the upcoming echoing void. Oh man, okay. And okay. it costs less than buying everything separately. Uh, yeah, July twenty eighth is the release date for that. Oh, interesting. I wonder how popular Dungeons is. Uh, I think it's still popular. Well, doesn't um, isn't uh, Paul's kids obsessed with it currently? Yeah, I'm pretty sure most kids are. Yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome. I played it quite a lot of the time, but then I kind of got distracted by everything else. As as happens. Yes, that is my life. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, that's cool. It's a fun game. You haven't played it ever. You still refuse to play it for some reason. Yeah, well, I might jump in now that there's the ultimate edition. Yeah, I think so. It costs you like 40 bucks or something to buy it, and then you yeah, be away. Yeah, and then have all the achievements. I can carry you through. Yeah, it'll be great fun. I've only got most of the achievements. I'm missing a couple, but some of them are ridiculous. Like kill 40,000 chickens or something, and just... <laughs> 40,000 chickens? There is one where you have to kill the cows at some point, all the animals. There's one for that. Oh, wow, okay. Because me and Kinsman did that one. He yeah. said, just keep running this mission, and you will get all the cows. And I was like, okay. So then you just go and... Cool, okay. Okay. All the cows. All the cows. Xbox just broke a major record, sales record. Oh, I was hoping this story would make it in. Ah, see? I'm all over it. Um, Well, can you tell me the story then? Oh, so Xbox um, beat the NPD. I don't know what NPD stands for. But... um. Yeah, beat the NPD it's for money. the first time in... Yeah, so they sold the most money, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, since like 2011. Mm, that's right, yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. It, um, it only... The Switch beat it by units sold, but in terms of the amount of money generated, Xbox won on June, and it looks like it's going to win in July as well. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah, know that. It's on, on track to win in July as well. Um, a couple of the guys I was listening to on Twitter were saying how that the last time it, something about Xbox winning NPD in terms of this happened in like when Xbox started beating PlayStation or something like that. Oh, so it's 360 era. Yeah, so the 360 era. And they say if there's three months of uptick of, the, of Xbox beating NPD, whatever it means, then there is a potential that it dictates the not the winner but the the leader of the generation get some momentum body yeah, get some momentum behind it don't they yeah so playstation 3 started off quite quickly and then it kind of faded did it no playstation 3 started slow xbox 360 started really quick um, oh, okay and then xbox 360 at the end of the generation ps3 had caught up but it had taken all eight years of the generation to catch up to, catch to up. 360. So it says here they spent the spending on hardware through June was 2.3 billion. That is just up 45% on the first half of 2020. Insane. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It's well, a mean, few numbers. That's a month as well. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you pretty much you lock people up in their houses and then you release yeah, new right, consoles. Yeah. But Perfect. it's good. It shows that the E3 showcase from Xbox was actually doing something. People are listening. People are paying attention. Oh, yeah. So this is what it says in the article here. It says about uh, the fact that Forza and Halo and Starfield are still to come out yet. Yeah. It's going to there's massive games coming out, and they're already selling well. And do you have the Japanese numbers for Xbox? I do not. 
I didn't Xbox. see that actually. No. Uh, remember, we were saying, you know, oh, Xbox sold 14. 83 in a week or whatever. Oh, 14 more like. Yeah, <laughs> I, think like was, I don't think it was near 100. There's, yeah. there's now reports of them selling 4,000 a week. Wow, that's amazing. The Series S, I guess. Yeah, the Series S is selling so well in Japan. Like, and it, it looks like the Japanese investment that Phil did with the developers there is just paying off in leaps and bounds. Oh, that's really cool. Because they say, yeah, 4000 a week, it's not as much as PlayStation or Switch even, but compared to where they were, it's amazing. Yeah, I got an article here from 18th for the 6th. This is last month. Phenomenal growth, it says here. Yeah. Does it give a number? Because the, the one week I saw that um, came out from Japan was four, around the 4,000 units. Uh, fastest growing market worldwide, which is true because they had nothing in there previously. Yeah. Zero to something else is more. Um, anything, anything above zero is, is big. Double it by two. No, it doesn't actually say. No, there is no numbers in this article. Um, Interesting. Xbox come most popular in Japan. That's... That's oh, it sells more in dev kits. Oh, that's interesting. There's an article that says Xbox Series S X sells faster than Xbox One in Japan. Hmm. Uh, average is three to four thousand units each week, which is still far behind PlayStation Five, which is at twenty thousand. All I mean, the switch at seventy-five, but they were at like... yeah, the, the double digits they were previously. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's a massive leap, and. If you follow people on Twitter, it's amazing. Whenever someone in the Asian countries tweets about getting a, an Xbox, whether the series the Series X or the Series S, the amount of people who jump on and just like welcome, welcome to the family, add me on on Xbox, we'll play games together. Like yep. just the the entire community is just so supportive. It's amazing. Yeah, I often see that someone texts, but I saw one today actually. If someone bought a Series S. And it was kind of going, you got me, something like that. And everyone was like, hi, welcome, <laughs> come yeah. play. Welcome yeah, to really the cool. family. Yeah, and that was really good. But yeah, if, if you have a look at some of the Japanese tweets where people are getting Xboxes, the amount of positivity just on them, on their tweets is incredible. And there was one tweet where this girl bought two Series S's so her and her boyfriend could play together for Fantasy Star Online, I think it is, is what oh, the yep. game is. Yeah, so they're yeah, playing yeah. together. Yeah. And then because of that, his whole family got Series S's and her friends got Series S's. And I think through her one tweet, she said, oh, just because they play Fantasy Star Online, they've, they know about 20 or 30 people who've now jumped into the Xbox ecosystem for the first wow. time. Amazing. And you go, oh, that's really good that the strategy's paying off, you know? Yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be amazing. I hey, think... Yakuza was a good move, I think, as well. I think that's yeah. a good those guys. Yakuza. Scarlet Nexus. Ah, oh, that's yes. another thing. Whenever anyone mentions Scarlet Nexus on Twitter, the actual like, um, director of the game and the developer of the game re reply to the tweet, and they say, thank you very much for playing our game, for buying our game. We will try our best. And each time they reply, wow. they have a separate, they've made like a little movie that they've, like a, a GIF that they put on each reply that's unique to that reply. And it's basically just a, like a, a, an attack move from the game. And then yep. it says, thank you for playing Scarlet Nexus. We will try our best. That's so cool. And they are, it's amazing to see how positive the Japanese devs are, where people mm. are like, I'm playing Scarlet Nexus on the one, on the Xbox. doesn't matter what Xbox. They're just like, this is great. 
So maybe that's the game we should be playing next month then. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be my game for next month, Scarlet Nexus. I've been wanting to play it so badly. Mm. It's like on every single wish list I have. You haven't talked about it since it arrives, like it was ever talked about. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's quite cool. The NPD stuff. And that's only for uh, the US, I believe, as well. Ah, okay. Well, that's interesting. So... I definitely think Xbox has hit it out the park this this gen. They're doing all right, aren't they? They're doing okay. Yeah, just a bit. I'd like to see how many hours are up from. Oh, you get the thing at the end of the year, don't you? How many hours you play? I wonder if it's different to last year. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I feel like I've wasted more time, spent more time in messing around. Yeah, definitely. It'll be quite interesting to see if they could break it down. Black, like you spent this much time on the Xbox, but this much time playing games compared to <clears> this gen where it's like you've spent this much time on the Xbox versus this much time playing games just to see those, those 30 second load times, how long they were actually eating up your life yeah, from right. the previous yeah, yeah, yeah. gen. Just sat there watching it, yeah. Watching your destiny ship come down to earth. <laughs> yes, but even loading um, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. We were always the first two there. It's come so on, good. everyone, where are you? Uh-huh. Yeah, come on, guys. What's come on, guys. What are you doing? Just jump in. Don't mess and around. Actually, it made me remember a story um, when you and I used to play Destiny every night till late at night of when we were doing a strike at one point. And I think it must have been half past 12, close to one in the morning. And we were just doing one more mission and the loading was happening. And you and I in the party chat just got quiet. And then when we loaded, we were like, oh, yep, <laughs> just come back from a quick five-minute nap. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, both of us just Guns on the couch, out. just had a quick nap while it was loading. And then, yep, our guardians are there. All right, let's it's, go shoot some stuff. It's when you start seeing, like, images in the clouds when you're waiting for it, when you're flying over and there's all these weird kind of shapes. I'm like, I'm sure that's a horse just went past <laughs> in the clouds. It's like, no, you just need to go to sleep. <laughs> you're just tired. I'm sure that's Garfield. No, no, it's not. Garfield. Just no. Hit the sack. Exactly. Yes. Ah, uh, so good. Uh, a change of pace, I guess. Um, there's a there's a glitch Ooh. with COD. Okay. Um, and there's a workaround for glitch of with COD. I don't know how many people actually played this game. COD Black Ops has got an, an update that came out, and what's happening is it's not loading all the uh, images properly, all oh. the artifacts properly. Okay. Textures are going a bit weird. Hmm. Um, the workaround is. Deleting the HD textures, which is not a workaround, that's just deleting the HD textures. Okay. Or wait for a, for like 40 minutes, go to the menu in zombie mode for 40 minutes and leave the game there, and it will give it a chance to lo- take load of the textures. I know, but this will help somebody. I feel like this is going to be helpful for somebody who's getting really unhappy because they keep trying to do stuff. So you literally just go there, put it in zombie mode, and let it load in the menu, and then go and make up tea. Have dinner. <laughs> You know, yeah. go for a walk, <laughs> go outside. It's at least 15 cups of tea as 40 minutes. It is. As I said, I was like, no, probably go outside for a, like a, a walk, take the dog out for a walk or something. Hug your kids, you know, that sort of thing. Is this top tip of the week? It is. Yes, top tip of the week. Top tip, top of, tip of the week. week. Amazing. Let I walked Maybe I should 40 cut. minutes. <laughs> I know. 40 minutes. He said it worked because after I loaded them three times in a row and it was fine. That's literally what it says in the article. So, so basically, to get this fix, 
is yep. to load COD, go to work Into for the day. The zombie menu system. The zombie menu system. Go to work yep. for the day. Keep COD yes. running. Yep. And then when you come home at night at about nine o'clock after dinner, after showering, you know. Taking the dog for a walk. You're taking the dog for a walk, talking to the wife, the kids, going to gym. When you're sitting down to play, COD might be ready to work. Possibly. And then do you need to keep COD running overnight to keep it working? Yeah, don't turn off COD ever again. Yeah, no. Well, that's what the Xbox Series S is the one to have because it keeps it in its quick, quick start mode. Quick resume. Quick resume, you see. Yeah. That's and what it's designed is- for. Quick resume was basically designed for COD. <laughs> that's why they did it. <laughs> uh, amazing. <sighs> okay, so Song of Iron. Have you seen Song of Iron? I've seen the trailer for it. It looks awesome. Doesn't it look amazing? Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out August 31st. I was seriously, I watched this go, this looks incredible, this game. Yeah, it looks really cool. That's the, it's made by that one Actually, guy, hey. Oh, is it one guy, is it? Or is that, so this is the, the Viking one, is it? Or Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try and get the video up. YouTube. Oh. YouTube doesn't work very well. YouTube is better. Song of Hi-Han. 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 So if this right. is the, the one I'm thinking of, then yes, it is made by one person. Oh, that doesn't work. Oh, now I'll confuse myself. Oh, dear. I've got too many buttons and YouTube now. There you go. And YouTube. Do it. Is there magic? Is magic happening? Look at it. You can see it. Yeah, there we go. This is the one I'm thinking of. It looks incredible. Like, the graphics are amazing. It looks really good. So this is a side-scroller sort of beat-em-up, almost like inside, except more... Graphics are way better. Way better. Less 2D. Yes, yeah, it does got some depth to it as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like you see a dragon, one of the first things is the dragon. Ooh, cool. Might actually drop back to that, because that dragon looked incredible. What is it? Let's go again. Let's go again. To the dragon. Let's be less, less amateurish and do it properly. <laughs> there you go. There's a dragon. How oh, cool man. is that dragon? And he that, flies over and sets fire to stuff. That's awesome. No, that looks amazing. Yeah, I saw this today, this video come up. Uh, I was like, wow, this is... Yeah, it's very cool. And like, yeah, yeah, this just... is this is made by one dude. That dude is clever. And I think it's an Xbox exclusive as well, I believe. Ooh. I can have a look and have a nosy to see. Uh, what does it say? So it's, it's an, an attacking army burned our home and killed our loved one, killed a loved one, causing us to set a quest to find the great temple of gods. We've been given a necklace with power to bind the gods into granting us help. Uh, everything that Song of Iron is out to get you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Sounds like a great game. Oh yeah, Xbox exclusive spotlight. Everything's trying to kill you. Uh, yeah, um, and the solo developer Joe Winter. Yep. One um, So there is actually. So watch this off. This was off uh, Church Achievements again. Um, yeah, and there's there's actually an interview on there if you find the website. So is that Game Pass then? As is Xbox exclusive. I think it might be Game Pass. And I also have a, a feeling that if you chat to him on Twitter, he's very, not free, but he's very happy to give codes to certain people. Ooh. Uh, so there's another top tip. Top tip. I might just show that. That's actually maybe just for Lee. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Get, a, get an early copy and have a review the on review. Game Face. Yes. I just saw this and I was like, that's amazing. That game looks incredible. I love it the does. graphics. I love the it art looks, style. Yeah, really good. 
And I was, I was super impressed it's just one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I found him when he was talking about the ID at Xbox program. And he was talking about how good the program is for indie developers. And pretty much encouraging anyone who's an indie dev with a game idea to sort of approach Microsoft and just, yeah, yeah right. just chat to them and say, this is my idea. And Microsoft literally give you help. They, they send other devs to you. They work with you to make your game good. And then they pay you to make it Xbox exclusive. I, the, the, where's the catch? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very odd. Um, yeah, it seems like they support the ID at, the ID at Xbox devs really well. Just in terms of the support that you get in terms of like, yeah, helping getting yeah, yeah, someone just, to help you build it. Yeah, getting it off the ground and actually getting it going, yeah. Mm. And it's That's good. Cool. The, the feedback was if they don't like your idea or if they don't like certain things, they're very upfront and telling you, oh, just change this. Maybe think about that. This won't they, work, yeah. They don't just reject you outright like some other places and just say no. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. Just nope. Nope. That's very cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I do it like these games. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Flight Simulator takes up to 100 gig on Xbox. I only put this in just to give everyone a bit of a heads up because I need a free some space. <laughs> really? Yeah. 97.2 gigabytes. Oh, says. man. We knew it was going to be massive. Yeah. It's actually gone up. So I'm sure it dropped down to 80 odd at one point. Yeah. They did do a lot of work on it to get it down to 80 around there. And then it went up. And then I also heard that if you're playing on the Series X with 4K textures, it's 140 gigs. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it was just a groan of pain. Wow. Okay. So good. Um, I'm going to put this in as well, because I think what, this is like a bit of a trend now. There's uh, more and more headsets coming out Ooh. for $100. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this actually looks quite cool. I don't know how good it is, but I like all the words they use, like premium <laughs> and audio. And <laughs> you know what these guys are like, though? It's all just buzzwords, so whether it actually is getting good. But they're 100 bucks. They're ultra comfort design. They have a sound stage creating advantage of different sound sound options in the Xbox. Crystal clear communication. Interesting thing, you can actually take off the boom, the, wire, the mic boom, and it has oh, a, a mic built into it as well. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so I guess you could use it like a phone one rather than just a gaming one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Lucid Sound is what they call it, uh, and it sets the bar for peak performance, supposedly. Advanced wireless technology. It does read like an ad, but I kind of like the fact that there's $100 ones coming out now, and they all seem pretty good. High-fidelity audio. And it's good that they're all targeting the like virtual surround sound. Yes. Which is and they're good. 100 bucks. Yeah. 100 bucks. Like, it's such a good price. So if this is a good headset. Mm. 15-hour awesome. battery. Okay. Um, intuitive controls. You, know, you can do the audio game chat and the, the chat balance, the microphone mute buttons. There's an LED for letting you know when it's actually on and off, oh, which yeah. is exactly the same as the Microsoft mm -hmm. one. And it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's bright blue. Bright blue. Yeah, it looks pretty yeah. good. So I just thought it was interesting that this, I feel like this is happening more and more, like there's more and more third parties appearing now selling stuff. Mm, definitely. Like they were doing the uh, the controllers from Turtle Beach earlier. Yeah, and that whole does is it designed for series the Xbox series? Um, it normally, get that little stamp well, on it, eh, to say designed. Say I don't think it says that. Uh, oh, it is headset for Series XS. It says. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, yeah. So the more people that get to experience the surround sound and like the ray traced audio and things like that, the better, in my opinion. Yep, exactly. And yeah, yeah. Especially if fools are coming out and doing it and pushing the sound like that. Yeah, and just even just in shooting games, like just knowing where people are around you helps so much. Oh, I get so much because I my those Xbox ones are pretty stereo. Yeah, and I can sit awesome. there and I can tell when someone's coming around the corner. I can hear them. I'm like, oh crap, here we go. <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no matter how good the tools are, <laughs> the player oh, yeah. is still the, no, the weakest still, point. Still me. Yeah. Uh, uh, some games leaving Game Pass. Oh, I think man. these games are actually really good as well. Uh, so it lurks below the Tourist, which is very well known, and Undermine as well, which is a bit of like a roguelike kind of run around. Hmm. Retro art style roguelike, but this oh, it seems like the tourist is supposed to be very good. Yeah, everyone really loves the tourist, which is a pity that it's leaving. Yeah, leaving the end of the month, I believe. What day was it? Thirty uh, first, yeah, end of the month. Hmm. So it's uh, one of the first games that had like, at one twenty FPS as well, from the sound of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So when it came out, so get it or buy twenty percent off if you buy an Xbox Game Pass. It's still there. You get twenty percent off if you're a subscriber. Hmm. Cool. If you haven't played it, then it might be worth just buying it. I can't imagine it being expensive. I feel like it's going to be one of those cheaper games anyway. Yeah. It's only uh, four to five hours from what I remember. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So, yes. But that's not many games leaving, actually. It was quite a surprise. Yeah, normally there's at least six or seven, you know? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, why did I put this story in here? There's a game <laughs> called Faraday coming out. I know, I know we have a reason for putting stories in, but I can't remember what it was. Now. Oh, I know what it was. Okay, so it's been a long day. It's getting, it's 11 o'clock now, I'm getting a bit. Yeah. So, do you remember that game where you pick up a colour and then you put the colour in somewhere else and you're stuck in a space place? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called though. No, so you literally, you're talking to this AI the whole time, this computer talking to you, and you have to kind of like move the blue light to the blue spot and the red light to the red spot and then a door opens, you go for it. We both played it, we played it through to the end. Ah, uh, is that, that's, uh, that space station game and you're trying to figure out what yes. went wrong? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So there's yep. a game called Faraday Protocol. Protocol. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like exactly the same game. <laughs> <laughs> Is it made by the same people? It's, it's funny because uh, so you're, uh, you're an interstellar archaeologist called Rourke Zikon. Oh, yeah. And his quest to explore the mysterious space station Opus, which was like, well, that's, I can't remember the name of it, but I imagine that it's the same sort of name. There's a, which, and what is the role of the Ignat? I can't say that word. There's AI called Iris. <laughs> I'm getting tired. You have a bio tool, which lets you absorb certain types of energy, redistribute them, and activate and manipulate the machinery in the space station. I was like, this is exactly the same game. Yep. Activate yep. power lines with orange energy, rerouting, rerouting, or bridge and reroute them using blue energy. Solve the interesting puzzles and blah, blah. I was like, that's so hilarious. So they basically made me remade the game in a sci-fi art deco style. Yeah. <laughs> New skin on the same game. It just made oh. me chuckle. Because I remember playing that game going, this is really cool. We both completed it. We're like... Oh, so you're not thinking about that, um, that, that, oh, there's that puzzle game, that mystery game, which was quite cool. Yeah, the um, ending was a bit freaky, wasn't it? Where the robot comes to laugh, eh? No, no, where you find out what's happened at the end, like he's killed off all the people. Yes. You kind of go in this room and you've got to choose to save or do something, haven't you? Yeah, to save the computer or kill yourself or something like that, eh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the Telos principle, it's something else. No, it's no, something I, like that, though. 
cool. I remember that game. I was thinking about some other game that was absolutely terrible. Oh, no, that game was really good, though. This is what made me think. I was like, well, it's actually a really good game, that original one. So if it's like a, a version of that, that, it could be quite cool. Yeah, I know. I can't remember. Simone, I think Simone played it as well, rightly. Yeah, I think most people have played it. Puzzle game, and they're on Europa, hey? And they're going down into Europa, and then you get to hear the people's audio um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, things. yeah. That's right. As you go to different areas, you get them talking. Yeah. And the robot's quite sarcastic, or the AI is pretty sarcastic, or kind of. Yeah. Slightly, slightly off, isn't he? He's slightly off. That's mm, and you get the balls, the balls of energy, and yes. you have to do the balls. Yes. What is it called? Yes. Oh, you make I a can... lift go up and down, and you can turn on stuff. And yeah. Oh man, it's in my brain. I can see it, but I just can't remember what it's called. Yeah, same here. But I read that story and went, "That's the same." Yeah, okay, yep, no, that's the same. I was thinking about that other game where you're on that space station and you have to put the puzzles together about people and what happened to the space station. Oh, isn't it? The, it's, um, it's to do with whether creatures have got, whether robots got, um, is actually a person or not. Turing, Turing oh, test. Oh, the Turing test, yes. That's the good one. That's the good yes, one. that was a good one. So this is like the Art Deco version of that. That's what Art Deco of the Turing test. Cool, okay. Yeah. Could be quite that cool. Was, it could be cool, yeah. Uh, it could just not be, but yeah, it could you know. just not be. Man, that was painful. <laughs> it was painful. Sorry. Yeah, I knew. I knew roughly what it was, but I couldn't. I was hoping you'd be quicker than me. But uh, no. no, not at this time, or not. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is an interesting. This is like a what do they call it? An opinion piece. Ah uh, yes. So, should Xbox take the director's cut approach with PlayStation exclusive Bethesda games? So you know these games that are coming out, the Death Standing, uh, so Death Standing and Ghost of Tsushima yep. are coming out with a director's cut. Yep. People are very excited. Yep. I'm not saying anything. So Deathloop and Ghostwire, both of these games are Bethesda, both are coming out on PlayStation. Ah, so yes. in a year, when their exclusivity deal expires, should they be released as a um, director's cut? Uh-huh. Well, I mean- <laughs> What do you think? I think it's an awesome idea. Because one is you get the game and you get all the DLC, you get all the kind of, everything's done. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to, you don't have to guess, because I don't know if the stuff's going to come out with the death loop. It might be bring out a DLC or bring on an add-on or something for it in about a month or two. Mm. We just get the game finished and you play the game as, as it should be played, like the whole way through it. I can understand. I have a problem with calling them director's cuts, though. Oh, I know, because they're not really director's cuts. No, they're actually just... Deluxe edition, aren't they? Yeah, complete editions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate edition. But it could be a director's cut, though. Because they could actually go, actually, the director really wanted to do this with it, and then you can kind of buy a different version. If you wanted to for the Xbox, then you can just get on the Game Pass version. Ah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. see? I can, I can understand. I can understand why they call it director's cut, but... If it's not the same as the original game that came out, yeah. Yeah, true. Or has, you know, like the um, Schneider does with his... Oh, yeah, the Schneider cut. The Schneider cut, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was quite interesting, because no one does that, do they? I don't think there's any other director cut games out there. Yeah. It would be quite cool uh, once the exclusivity expires, and they go, oh, yeah, here's the director's cut, and we're releasing a brand new DLC for it for Xbox. Yes. Like, that's it. Now, now you're getting me. Now you're getting me. So that's, that would be like, haha, PlayStation, look, we've got this. Yeah. I think well, yeah, it'll be quite interesting games, to see. 
So, so I just think Mass Effect 3 came out. Everyone hated the ending of it. So they could have done a director's cut of it and said, okay, so this is actually what we went to do. This yes. is the director's cut version of it, which would have made more sense. Yes, indeed. And what they actually did was just patch it and yeah. make everything different colours. I know which way you finished. <laughs> make the game different colours. Yeah, I just, because no one does director's cuts. I wonder if this is going to start a bit of a theme with games yeah, as well. I, ha- I have a feeling it is. And that's mm. another topic for another rant because I don't believe that they should be called director's cuts. Not in their, unless they're actual director's cuts. Yes. I think there's a place for these games to have director's cuts. No, no, definitely. There is a, a definite place for them. Because imagine, actually, so what was that game that came Metal Gear Solid 5 came out, mm-hmm. but the guy who created it got kicked out before the end? Yep. So now he's gone to Xbox. Do you think he's going to get the game and make a director's cut of it? That oh, would be yeah. completely sensible. That would make complete sense. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Because then yeah, you'd be yeah. like, this is how I intended the game to go. This is actually how it's supposed to end. Yeah. Not well, how those Jeremy's done it. Yeah, yeah. So That would be a great idea. Yes. Yeah, you must be onto me, something there. Yeah, it got me thinking about that. I thought, that's actually quite cool. There's a whole bunch of stuff we could kind of run with and fix. <laughs> sort out. Mass effects just a dom a domino. A domino? Yeah. Andromeda, yep. Andromeda, yep. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, gears uh, back to normal games. Dirt five, it's getting updates. So there's one achievement I've got left to do on this game, and I can't be bothered to do it. And I've done the whole game and I've done fifty percent of the driving. You've got to get drive like twenty thousand Ks or something stupid. And I've done half of it, and I refuse to just drive around in circles to get this achievement. <laughs> so they've helped me they're bringing out a free update <laughs> oh yes with free tracks oh more tracks more, more tracks more achievements I was like oh this could actually help me because I don't mind this game it's an easy, easy achievement one hmm okay uh, it's called the super size content pack <laughs> super size content pack I don't pack. think it's a very good name it reminds me of the, Mi- the Minecraft was it called super duper graphics update or something oh too soon yeah I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that sorry, it was quite. Uh, two new additional additions to the Brazil selection of tracks. Oh, yeah. Uh, some sort of fan, fast-paced land rush track. Thick, muddy sections. Ooh. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new cars, a Bentley Continental ice race car, uh, a Volkswagen Alley. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. Cool, okay. Yes. So, yeah, I thought this was cool, because I'm looking, I would actually jump back into this quite happily, this game. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff because they have a create mode in it. I don't know if you've ever played in it at all, but there's a create mode where you can kind of make your own areas around them. Oh, cool. Okay. So they're adding more sci-fi stuff for some reason. 20 new sci-fi themed objects can be added. Brilliant. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, 20th of July it comes out, version 5. I think there was like 18 new, I can't see it here now, but I did see, I think there's 18 new, well, 27 new events and time trial events. Okay. Geez. That's uh, just a bit. Yeah, which is what I'm interested in because that will get you to the achievement of driving some ridiculous amount of Ks, basically. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. And yeah. did you, uh, with the uh, with Game Pass Ultimate, did you get the perk that adds the Xbox fridge into the game? Uh, I Maybe. I feel like I knew about it, but whether I actually did it or not, I'm not sure. Now I feel sad if I didn't. Yeah, well, it's still there. You can still claim it. Oh, cool. Okay. So, you yes, I will. Too add soon. the Xbox fridge <laughs> into the game. Uh, did you see this? Ubisoft? Or Ubisoft? I've released <laughs> a... Uh, I like Ubisoft, though. Um, I've released um, a free-to-play multiplayer shooter is going to come out called X Defiant. Yeah, I saw this, and I saw it got absolutely torn to shreds on Twitter. 
It's very weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of odd. Because you kind of know for them Division 2 and all this game, which are all over the shoulder. My initial thought was, oh, the over, over the shoulder sort of shooting. Mm-hmm. But this isn't. This is just another FPS. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, haven't they done this with that other FPS thing they were trying to do? What was it? Half Escape? Ah, oh, the one that everyone's forgotten about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I watched the video. And? They were very excited about the different outfits they could wear. <laughs> do you think they've looked at Call of Duty and they're just like, oh, we could do this too? Of course. Warface. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Oh, sound. Why is it sound? Stop being sound. Um, Stop being sound. Yeah, so you can just see. It just looks like another shooter. It does. It looks like nothing special. And Ubisoft no. aren't exactly known for good fast-paced shooters. They, they're more tactical shooters, you know? Yeah, God, yeah. That's a whole thing. Division 2 and... Uh, Breakpoint. Breakpoint, and yeah. Flashpoint and, and left point and up point, you know, all the points. <laughs> yep, all the points. Tom Clancy's points. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's free, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. So because it's free, I'll probably jump in and have a nosy around. But I find these games are fine for the first week. Then everyone else works out how to play the game and gets all the good guns. And then you're just done. Like yep. it's all over. And you're just done. I mean, it does look really cool. Very bright, very colorful. The opposite yep. of COD. Yes, basically. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you have all kind of um, like, it looks like you have uh, walls and shields and stuff you can pick up. And Yeah. So it might, hopefully it might be different enough that it sorts itself out and actually differentiates itself. Yeah. Um, I hope it, it works out for Ubisoft's sake. But <laughs> yeah, at no point when you think of Ubisoft do you think fast-paced team shooter. No, it's not Battlefront and it's not COD. Yeah. And, I mean, all anyone wants is a Splinter Cell remake or remaster. I know, right? and that's what everyone kept saying. They were going, where's Splinter Cell? What are you playing at? We don't want this. We want Splinter Cell. Yeah, it's like, come on, like... The only thing people want out of Ubisoft at this stage is Splinter Cell. And they're like, have a look at this game. You get a Splinter Cell head thing to put on. I just, yeah. But, you know, at least they're trying, I guess. Yeah, at least they're trying. <laughs> they're trying. Um, and it's free. But, and it's on the news that Assassin's Creed is getting a sort of COD Spin off the next game, I, Assassin's I'm Creed Infinity, or something. I'm so confused by that. I have seen this story pop up, and I'm so confused by it. I can't even tell you anything about it. I don't exactly. understand. No one <laughs> understands. <laughs> okay. At no point does anyone jump into Assassin's Creed and go, "Do you know what this needs? A hundred other more assassins running around trying to murder each other." Yeah. So is that what it is? Because I've been reading it, going, "I just, I just can't be bothered. It doesn't look like a another Assassin's Creed game to me. So what's the point?" Yeah, it's something like oh. Assassin's Creed Battle Royale or something from what I can gather. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. So disappointing. I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> uh, Rockstar is locking some GTA Online card grades to PS5 and Xbox Series X. This is from Kotaku. This is an interesting article because they're saying uh, GTA have done this before. GTA. Oh, okay makers of gta they did it with the 360 and then 2015 when they killed all the servers so it didn't work anymore yeah. from the online um they did something else as well i can't find it now but yeah so basically they're saying they're probably going to kill the xbox one version because these updates come out and they only work on the series x how long until it dies oh man okay yeah because some people are calling it greedy because they're basically saying we yeah 
but I mean, it is earning them like a billion dollars a year type thing. So why wouldn't they keep building into it? But to cut out everyone who hasn't got a Series X or a PlayStation 5 can't get all these cool cars. At the end of the day, the people on the new consoles are the ones that are going to buy the upgraded version, I suppose. And that's what they're pushing people towards. Oh, so you think they're not over the play, Xbox One guys are going to go, well, there's no point. I might as well just wait until I get my new Xbox and then I'll buy it. Well, I'd, sort of stretch out the life a little bit longer for. Yeah, kind of. Everyone who's gotten far in on the Xbox One version will probably, you know, grab a Series X. Um, or and S, then, yep. And then buy the game again once it gets its next gen upgrade. Yep. So you've just broken something, have you? Yeah. <laughs> My foot got caught on the cables and suddenly the whole oh, desk started shifting. So, oh, no. Okay. So, no, I just need to sit very, very carefully. Otherwise, my laptop's going to fall over. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just interesting they've started doing this. Oh, a bit EA-like, isn't it? With the, um, oh, so we're going to do the updates, but unless you've got an Xbox X yeah. or S or 5, PS5, yeah, you've got a chance. Yep. And I have a feeling, because everyone who's playing it on the, Xbox Series X and S will probably get the upgrade for free, right? Because of free uh, smart delivery. Unless you're on PlayStation, I suspect, but yes. Yeah, but we're not talking about them. And so <laughs> no. the only way to sort of revitalize sales in a way is to cut out people who haven't got or who haven't played on the X. And so they'll miss out on the smart delivery window in, in my mind. And maybe... Because oh. remember, GTA 5 is getting that update. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're soon, I think. Yeah. And I think they're doing everything they can to make sure that <coughs> they've got the next 10 years of sales locked down as the Series X and S start getting into more and more people's no, hands. No, it's for GTA 6, isn't it? So when's GTA 6 coming out? 2024? 25. 25? So they're going to wait basically four years. That's what they're doing. The next four-year plan is to just push everyone towards the Series X. Yeah, and get them to buy that version. Wow. And then go, look how much money it's winning. It's, it's win getting us. It's, what yes. a shock. Who would have guessed? Okay, final story. Cool. Which I didn't really, I, I vaguely thought this was happening, but there's a, Xbox, there's a James Bond 007 game coming out called Project 007. Remember, we, and we just spoke about we this a while ago. Yeah, so like there's a ago. job listing come out for an AI programmer to join the project. And one of the points says experience with third-person action games. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's what I thought. Well, that's interesting. So stuff's happening. I don't know how far away they are. Do you think it's just going to, because it's IO Interactive, isn't it, that is making it? Uh, yes, correct. So do you think they're just going to reskin a Hitman game? <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Remove his tattoo, give him hair, and there we go, James Bond. Voila! Yes. <laughs> That's right. Because you don't have to be sneaky, sneaky. If you don't want to be in Hitman, you can run around like a lunatic. So yeah, yeah, just blow stuff up. But it isn't going to be Goldeneye style because that was obviously FPS, so it's first person. So yeah, it'll be interesting to find out what makes complete sense. Because IO are known for doing third person anyway, so it makes complete sense to do a third person version. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is going to model James Bond? Which James Bond are they going to go for? Uh, 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 who knows? I don't know. They'd have to do the new, the latest one. Who's doing the one after this? Maybe they'll do. Maybe it'll come out when the next movie comes out. Ah, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think they got to have. Um, they got to kind of have Mr. Connery in there. He sort of. 
The yeah, fan so James Bond, didn't he? Jumped to my mind straight away. But then I was like, but sure you'd have like, oh, you can choose which Bond you want to be. Mm. And Jim Bean in the chat says, Brosnan. <laughs> Brosnan, well, he was original, wasn't he? He was OG. <laughs> he wasn't OG. Well, he was for the game for... Um, oh, yeah, for Goldeneye. He was the Goldeneye. OG Goldeneye. The Goldeneye guy, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Roger Moore or what? Or uh, See, I'm Roger Moore. I prefer Roger Moore, but that's because I'm an 80s kind of kid with a James Bond. Uh, but Sean Connery is just too good as James Bond. I know, but Roger Moore is English and kind of swam, smarmy and kind of... <laughs> There's something about Roger Moore when he's James Bond. Yeah, but he's no Sean Connery. And Sean Connery has that accent, you know, just... Well, the Scottish accent, which is not English. <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> no one expects a British spa to be Scottish. <laughs> no. And Pierce Brosnan is actually Irish. So just to, <laughs> wow. You know, just to shake it up. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's why I like Roger Moore, because he's English. Oh, yeah. What about Daniel Craig? He's the new one, eh? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I think it's, it's, I've got, he's got better as he's gone in. Yeah. He's more sort of um, Jason Bourne-y, action-y's type style rather than suave. Yes. Yeah, there's no suave going on there at all. No. Yeah, he no, will he beat just, you to death. Yeah, he just punches people in the face. Yes. Yeah, you need, need to have the suave and the violent. I know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Sean Connery wins in that respect, but James, Bond, James uh, Roger Moore is better for me, I personally think. Mm. They really and Moonraker. Should. Moonraker, though. Moonraker's the best James Bond. Mm. I haven't seen Moonraker. You what? <laughs> <laughs> Watch Moonraker. It's amazing. Okay. It's the best James Bond movie ever made. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, okay. It's incredible. Seriously, you have to watch it. It has Jaws in it. Jaws? Uh, you need to watch Moonraker, mate. Just seriously, you need to watch it. I watched it recently. I watched it again recently because I like that movie so much. Like Literally, like three or four months ago, I watched it again. Oh, brilliant. Cool. Okay, I'll add, a, I'll add Moonraker to the yep. list. Watch when, Moonraker. When it is incredible. But what, they, what they really should do is they should... um. Get Austin Powers to play James Bond. Oh, behave. Yeah. <laughs> or at least just have him as DLC, like a skin. Yeah, DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Also, DLC, oh, well, DLC. So the secret mission of GoldenEye was uh, with Jaws. That had Jaws in it. That was a Moonraker level, actually. It was a Moonraker mission in GoldenEye. Oh. Once you completed the whole mission, I think you had to complete it on hard, maybe. Then you got a secret mission, which was a, a Moonraker-style Jaws mission. Hmm. Okay. She's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just saying words at me now. Okay, you never played. I'd play Golden quite a lot. And me and my mate basically sat there and completed the whole thing in hard so we could open up the secret mission. And then we played against Jaws. Oh, that's amazing. Incredible. Yeah, it's a Moonraker mission. I'm sure it's a Moonraker mission. Brilliant. Cool. Well, top tip. Another top tip. There you go. See? Full of top tips. This whole episode's been top tips. <laughs> So is that all the news? I'm done. Man, that's I'm a out. colossal amount of news. It's only been a week as well. Yeah, things are starting to heat up fast and furiously, it seems. Yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and I'm not even kind of trying. It's just appearing, this news. It's just appearing. Hi. Oh, brilliant. All right. So we're going to, because it is quite late. For yeah, it's 20 e. past 12, 11 now. So yeah, yeah. getting a bit late. So what we're going to do is we're just going to Pick out one or two games of note from the new games uh, that we think you guys should keep an eye on that are coming out this week, just to just to keep things nice and uh, flowy. 
So first up on our list, which looks pretty cool, is Crassus Tales. One moment. I was just reading about the Moonraker mission on Az called Aztec on um, Goldeneye. Ah, yes, and? It's true. It is a mission that's uh, based on Goldeneye. Oh, brilliant. It's the 19th level on Goldeneye 007. Oh. And slightly changed to be multiplayer level. 19th level, yeah. Cool. Um, you must be completed all the double O agent difficulty. Jeez. And at this level, it's extre- extraordinarily hard to remain alive at all time. At times. <laughs> if you die, does it take you back to the menu, or do you get to restart the mission? I can't remember. It's been so long. I don't remember. Was, yeah. It's been made way too long. Yeah, I have no idea. We got to get you an N sixty four again. I know. Yeah. Plug it into your TV, play games at 320 by what, 240? Yeah, it would look really confused because it'd be stretching it as well. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Oh, brilliant. Okay, sorry, I apologize. Cool. Well, back to the back to the new games. So Crisis Tales. Looks very cool, cool art style. It's an indie love letter to classic JRPGs. Um with beautiful hand-drawn 2D animations. Looks very cool. Very much worth having a look at. And of course, we've spoken about Death's Door, the new game from Devolver Digital, I believe it is. Um, This looks like a twin-stick shooter type game. Looks very cool, very fun, very fast-paced, if that's your style. Um, Reaping souls of the dead and punching a clock might get monotonous, but it's honest work for a crow. The job gets lively when your assigned soul is stolen, and you must track down a desperate thief to a realm untouched by death, where creatures grow far past their expiry and overflow with greed and power. So you see the picture there. Is that Crow you in the middle? Yes. That the I little Crow guy? I think you are Crow, yes. You you're are basic, Crow. You're basically the Grim Reaper, aren't you? Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. So cool. So it, it looks very cool. The animation and the, the combat and stuff looks very fast-paced in terms of um, twin-stick shooters. Very like jump abouty and stuff. Next up on our list is In Rays of the Light. So, this is a new game from the developer of Seventh Sector, Sergei Nozkov. Seems like it's just one dude doing it. So, props to him. Yeah, mate. So it looks as if you just explore things by yourself. Very creepy, very methodical, very slow. Could be quite an interesting one. This looks a bit scary. And yeah, it does look a bit scary. That's why I picked it out. <laughs> so you will not play it? <laughs> no, Must I will avoid. Not, will not play it. Then second to last for the, the quick fire round of games. The, for April Achievement Challenge, Simone and I play this game called Eerie which is about a bird that flies and collects feathers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There's now this new game called Eerie Calm Mind. With the strange controls. Terrible controls. The bird can't fly upside down. (laughs) Ridiculous. So this is now Eerie 2, I think it is. It might even be Eerie 3. Who knows? Oh, really? Okay. It It doesn't say it. It says Calm Mind, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't have a number next to it. So basically you play a bird and you fly around collecting feathers. So is that the whole point of the game, collect feathers? Yeah, the, the story of Eerie was you collect feathers and then the owl god 
releases you unto death and you become stars. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And you travel all around the world collecting these feathers so you can die. It, does, it says here, and collect the missing feathers of your little bird friend. Oh, your little bird friend. So maybe it's following the footsteps of the bird that went that turned into stars in the first game. Oh, yeah. But it's designed to be calm and relaxing and make you sink into your chair, I suppose. And get frustrated by the fact that the flying's a bit weird. Yeah, the flying's a bit weird. And because the HDR is super aggressive in this game because of the art style, it's also really hard to see the feathers until you're really close. Ah. So if you're going to play it, turn off HDR. It's much easier. Ah, that's an interesting top tip. Um, Yep. There's no enemies or danger of any kind. So you just lean back, you enjoy the scenery, and you just fly about. There's no time limit. There's nothing going on. It's literally just collect the feathers at your will and explore the scenery, fly about, be calm, relaxed. So I have a question. Yep. Is it boring? The first game was, if you go through and collect the feathers at a normal pace, it's fine. My only gripe with the first game, apart from the terrible controls, was the music. Ah. The music was about a one and a half minute track that looped, but it didn't have a, a soft end and a soft beginning that flows into one another. So it when it, stopped. It, it, it does, it, it, it takes you completely out of the whole relaxation part of it, because when the music loops again, it's such a jarring experience that you, it almost feels like a timer. You need to collect the feathers before the music loops because it's such a, it annoy you? a gear shift. Oh, so put a podcast on in the background. Listen to our podcast while playing. Yeah, pretty much. Just turn off the, the sound music of the game. Yeah, turn it down so you can just, you hear the gentle beat. With your new Xbox mm. controller headset, you can actually connect Bluetooth to your phone. Oh, yeah. And you can hear yeah. both things at once. Both at once, yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. It, it should be pretty good if you're looking for a nice, relaxing game, I think. And okay. last, last <laughs> game we want to highlight. Obviously, there's a lot more games coming out this week than we're talking about. We're just trying to keep this nice and brief and exciting <laughs> still. We're on hour three and a half. Yeah, of podcasting for one night. We have a bit, we've had a bit too much, I think. <laughs> Last on this list, Orcs Must Die 3. It's the orc slaying mayhem with unimaginable scale because it has now been updated for to take advantage of the Series X and S. Have you played these games? I, I haven't played them, but apparently they're lots of fun. They're just chaos. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's completely the opposite to the airy game. Heaps of orcs all coming at you all at once. It's like the serious Sam of orc games. <laughs> Do they go, ah? <laughs> uh, if you want people to yell at you, play Chivalry 2. Oh, Chivalry 2, yeah. I like that game. I like the, um, the, there's a really cool interview with the developers, and they're quite oh, funny, those guys. Oh, man. How they so good. T- Spent time trying to find different characters to run at you and fight you and stuff and give them all characters. That's amazing. So yeah, Orcs Must Die. You can play solo with a friend. Uh, you have massive, massive arsenal of traps and weapons and you basically just go on an orc murdering rampage. Sounds fun. It does. I mean, one, there's two types of people in the world. One, one, one person will relax flying a bird around to some German dubstep, lo-fi, lo-fi dubstep, you know. 
and the other person will relax with killing 20,000 orcs. And which one are you, Kyle? Give me the orcs any day. Give me the orcs every time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I do not need German lo-fi dubstep. <laughs> yeah, for a full list of games, um, check out Xbox Wire or True Achievements. They normally have a, a list of all the games and DLCs and what days they release and price points and all sorts of fun things like that that we don't dive into. Unless you find it interesting, in which case we'll start diving into it. Let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might. I. I didn't realize I had that much news. Yeah, no, there's a lot of news. There's a lot but of it's news. It's fine. It's very late for Mr. Cool. Lee. We got to release it from his garage. Stuff. Yeah, it's not as cold as last week. There's no air. There's no, no cold air this week like last week. So that's good. Brilliant. I like how people listening are going to hear you try and blow smoke. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Have to imagine that there's none. At least my teeth are not chattering, so that's a bonus. Yeah, that's good. Well, maybe. Maybe just turn the, well, get ice blocks. Sit on ice blocks for our Teratoba episodes. Oh, nice. So you can sound like a skeleton. Awesome. I'll get right on that. October's like summer here, though, so. Allegedly, it's not real summer. Uh, yeah, it's a bit warmer than now. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys for hanging out and listening slash watching us. Now, remember, rate if you like, sub if you loved. Please remember to share the podcast with your friends, family, basically anyone and everyone. We are on every single podcast platform that you could imagine. So And ones you couldn't imagine as well. Yeah, exactly. And rate us wherever you listen to us. Uh, basically, there's no excuse for not listening to us these days, since we are everywhere and anywhere. And that's about it, really. We've got uh, links in our, to our social media in our episode description. Follow us there. Follow us on Twitter for some exciting polls and late-breaking news and other random nonsense that we talk about on Twitter. That's where we're most active. Make sure to join our Patreon if you like what we do. And other than that, follow us on Twitch because it makes us, it boosts our ego. Mm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we clearly need some ego boosting. <laughs> Amazing. At least you're honest, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, the Twitch numbers, when they go up, I feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Those are the only numbers that go up that make me feel good, that don't make me feel like I'm doing any work. <laughs> So, Mr. Lee, where can you be found? I am on Xbox as Lee Howard and on Twitter as Lee Howard. Brilliant. And all my news, actually, thinking about hashtag new news, if you follow that hashtag, all my news I post actually gets picked up by that. Ah, oh, yes, hashtag new news. You'll find all the news there. You can even submit news to Lee using that hashtag. Yeah, banter that, man. I'll ignore it. Uh, look at it. It'll be great. You can find me at Zarkras on Xbox. That's X A R C R I U S. I look forward to lots of followers and friends jumping into random games with. Friends. Friends. Thank you guys for listening. Goodbye and good night.